What is up, everyone? Welcome to the first episode of Brain Rot. I'm here with Grant. Um, so, to start things off, I think I'm going to throw an interesting fact into every episode, just to get things going. Uh, something you might not know, something you might know. So, today, the interesting fact is, so, apparently, in World War II, Grant, the German army uh, used meth in order to get the army to not fall asleep. So, kind of like a normal night out on King Street then? Well, yeah, exactly. So apparently they used meth in order to surprise their ally forces. Of <laughs> Which is weird. I don't know if this is even like a side effect. With never before seen speed. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know that was a thing. Um... But yeah, apparently they didn't fall asleep for like three days. So it was so they didn't sleep or rest for three days until they can cross the French border. Which is so just like baffling. What is it? Meth and speed. Like No no. They, no, meth. they literally would just give a meth to have speed. <laughs> so like physical speed. Oh right, oh right. So they weren't doing meth and speed. They weren't like no, the no. best druggies on. Yeah, the no. Front line. Well, well, some of the things it's like usually when you see people, it's like they're addicted to like drugs. They'd be like, well, they're just gonna be like fucked after like a couple of hours. They're gonna be like itching for the next like. Know, yeah, like that, that's incredible. They've done they've done like meth. Like you see, you think of people with meth today, and it's just like like you said, they just want the next source. But it's incredible to think like so many people were doing meth to stay awake and then went back back home and were like it's all right i'm, I'm good now <laughs> yeah it's like people are like you said on king street literally don't think they'd probably be doing meth i don't think it'd be that quite that extreme probably not no, because yeah. you don't see them running around i mean I, I'm, <laughs> I don't know yeah yeah i was just about to say i've seen some sites i can't lie from them like working in the nightclub and stuff uh they kind of look like zombies not army men that's all I've got to say. Like, none of them could really speak or use their fingers, so I don't know how they, like, managed to get their army men to actually do anything decent like that. And for speed, I'm not quite sure they had speed either. But it's one of them. I mean, that's pretty incredible what you think about it. It's just a, a functioning <laughs> drug addiction, isn't it? All I can imagine is just, like... <laughs> Some guy using meth and doing like a hundred meter dash. <laughs> they should right. So you know where the Olympics are on now. They yeah. Should hundred yeah. percent do a drug Olympics. Drug Olympics. Yeah. Like, Anything so goes. On meth, yeah, like meth steroids. Just get them so hopped up on summer and just make them do hundred meters. Like see how quickly you can get them to go. So just absolutely pump them to shit. Like so they like green to the gills with steroids or summer and shit. Like mate, you go and do that hundred meters in a second. You do it. Oh, yeah, but then it's like, blue. how do you, how would you even like, work around it all? Like, how would you keep everything in order? Right, you wouldn't. That's the thing, isn't it? Like, everybody <laughs> so hopped up on everything. You'd be like, hey, have some more. Like, and drugs out, like the fucking skittles or something. Hmm. Like, your daily dose of items, but like, here's your daily dose of like, dr- drug for your like category. Yeah, yeah. So you could have like, you know, you could have like the steroids category. You could have like the meth category, you could have like your crack category, and then you could have like anything goes. Like if they, you know, you've got like concoction. Yeah, just like just 
a com combination of everything. Like, it'd be incredible, wouldn't it? I mean, I'd probably get people having, like, more jobs. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean... Because that's one thing. That's one thing I was thinking about the Olympics as well. It's like, I know, obviously, there's going to be some way to do it. But I don't know, actually, how you do it. The process of signing up for the Olympics. Yeah, I was saying I before, know. apart from, like, yeah, I understand if the, you have a club for that specific sport. So, like, swimming, rowing. You've got, like, your universities or you've got, like, your clubs, so, like, your swimming clubs and stuff, and you'll get people going around scouting that. I understand that. But it's, like, they've just brought, obviously, skateboarding into a thing, and it's, like, a lot of people don't tend to have skateboarding clubs. Yeah, I kind of get what you mean. Like, like you said, there's clubs, and I mean, there's, like, national competitions, I suppose. So, like, stuff like judo, taekwondo, there's na national competitions, isn't there? Yeah. They get, like, uh... So I suppose that's one reason they get into it. I want to know, like, sports like um, pole vault. How how on earth do you find out you're good at pole vault? Like, you yeah. see them. Like, you know when you're, like, uh, they're interviewing the medalists or the medalist parents, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, um, our son or daughter was, like, really wanted to be an Olympic pole vaulter at the age of four. I didn't even know pole vaulting existed until about this year, I don't think. The store, yeah, there's so many sports, like, that you, that you just won't think of. Because... I was thinking the other day as well, it's like, how do you put a pole vault together? It's not just like a snooker coup, you don't just like walk into the stadium and just start like twisting it together and putting it together. Or, like the one thing, horse riding, so you know like the dressage and stuff like that? Yeah. How do they get the horses there? Don't know. Do they fly them or do they put them on like a boat or something? Because it's like, is it, is it safe to fly a horse? Is it their own horse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's their horse, isn't it? So it's they don't just get given a random horse. They have to like have the horse that they've been breeding and brought up for like six years or so, something like that. I think they should have a dressage where it's like you get like a lucky dip horse. So you have like one called you know Petunia or something, and it's like the most gentle, nice horse going. <laughs> and then you have El Diablo on the other side of it, <laughs> like a bucking bronco. Get, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you get extra points if you take El Diablo and do well. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, because I was watching it, and I don't understand how you, like, give points for some events, because a lot of the events, it's like, they do similar routines, so, like, on the um, the one that we were watching, I think it was the finals for the dressage, you have, like, your, obviously, your little rectangle that you're, like, trotting in, and you have to, I think it's 52, 52 or 56 moves that you have to do. So, well, there's only, like, a specific amount of moves you can make a horse do. Yeah. And yeah. the whole point of that is it's meant to be appealing and look nice. So, I, I think one of the girls, I think it was after us, I think it was after England, her horse, like, pooped halfway through. So, apparently that knocks off points, but it's like, how, how do you just stop? Your horse from like pooping, pissing, like it needs can to I, do it. You? I understand is like they should have done it beforehand. Like maybe you like you take your dog out side and let it just go poop. But it's like it's it's an animal. At the end of the day, you can't really like force it not to do it. But then at the end of the day, you also lose points for it. 
So. I mean, don't get me wrong, like, uh, the people doing it are obviously very skilled individuals, like, they've got control of the animal and stuff, but I really think the horse should get a gold medal as well, right? Yeah, don't they get, like, the little, like, leaf necker chief <laughs> thing, whatever it's called? <laughs> like a... I've not got a clue, mate. Like, you know, them, metal, them pillows you wear on a plane. <laughs> Just get that around the neck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they do. I know racing they do. Racing they get something. They get, like, a sash or something. But it's, it's, it is, it's just, it is really incredible how they get the horse to do, like, certain things as well. Like, they go from, like, a trot to just doing, like, alternate legs, like, up and down. Yeah, it's incredible how the skill involved. Like, and like you've said about points, like, I've just, some of the some of the things in the Olympics, like, you saw all watch them, like, diving. Did you watch uh, Tom Daly, like, do the diving? No, I only caught, like, the highlights of it. But... I think it was the females diving because it was like a fourteen-year-old that won that as well from China. Like there was a like a doubles. I can't. I don't, I don't know what it's called in diving. Like there's two of them diving at the same time, and like the the precision that they had, like they both leapt at the same time, did this incredible somersault, like spiral stuff, and landed, and it was like zero splash in the water whatsoever. It was you know it was incredible to watch, and I was like, oh shit, you know that's incredible, and the commentators were like, oh yeah, that was a that was a good dive. That was a that was a nice dive, and then like the people after, I think it was China, did like something that I thought wasn't as impressive and looked a bit like I don't know. It was you know it was just it, it was just as impressive, but it didn't look as good as the. Uh, but was it similar? Because I, I when I was watching the women's of the day, I think they all did the exact same like move and routine. Yeah, it looked similar, but then they, but then like, the commentators were like proper losing the shit over the fact that they'd just done this like basically the same routine, like not the same routine, but like looked very similar. And I was like, but the other one looked better. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, well, the, I, mean, I, I watched the, um, I wa- that's like I said, I watched the women's one do it, and I think the fourteen-year-old that won. What I thought is like when they do no splash. Would it not like benefit them being smaller and like lighter because you don't you don't get the bigger splash? So, is that not an advantage, or did they not take that on board? I don't know, mate. It's, it's another one of those sports though, like we were saying before. Isn't it? Like, how do you know you're good at diving? Like, you just yeah. run at the side of a pool and just fall in and just go like, oh, shit, I did that really well. Let's let's go to the next board. But I've I've never heard of a diving diving like team, or, like I've like a club. Because obviously no, like, we used to have the, the diving boards in Wigan, but it was like, I don't think there was ever a diving club. You were always walled off as well. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Off. Which is which was stupid. It was like, we had diving boards and you were like, you weren't allowed to use them because they weren't safe. So it's like, well, why would you build them? <laughs> like, if it, you know, if I, if I was growing up and like, I'd said to me, you know, parents, you know, I want to be a diver. They think I want to be like, um, what's his face, Neymar or something. Like, <laughs> they won't think, oh, he wants to dive into a pool. They just think, oh, he wants to be a professional footballer. <laughs> I'd... I'd I don't understand how they like get points. Apart from because obviously I, I saw like you get hockey and you get your football, so it's like them points are the actual goals. It's just that how not how much, but obviously like the judges need to know their stuff and like specifically look for things. Like I watched the gymnastics, so I watched like all the gymnastics kind of stuff. Um, and it was like the floor routines, so obviously you get the your choice of music for like whatever routine you do, and then I think they have to do. I think it's like a specific amount of moves there as well. So I think there's like three moves they have to like do 
like the twists and the backflips and stuff. But then they have dance in between, so it's like a little performance halfway through. So it's kind of like ballet. Ballet with like gymnastics. And I don't understand like how you can... Well, you can, because you can do it to anything, but it's like judge something so specific like that and say that was good or that was bad. It's more of like if they stayed in the ring or they they didn't land properly or stuff. I understand them ones where you knock the points off. But it's it's one thing with like see you see sports obviously like we know nothing about. So yeah. it's just in my eyes, I obviously I I'd be like, Oh yeah that that was really good because I've never seen it before and it's something like really new and just amazing that I wouldn't have seen before I couldn't do myself and like sp- the speed uh, climbing that has yeah. its own timing so that's that's understandable but some of them were just ridiculous as well my thing is about the Olympics is like not to take away anything from the people who do it like they're obviously incredible people but how do they know they're the best in the world you know what well, I mean? yeah that, well, that's, that's one of the things that's what I was saying about how do you sign up what is the process and like how do they pick the person knowing like you are the best candidate for us to like take to the Olympics because you'll have time sheets that obviously they'll have to like hand in tell them their best times and you'll go to like I don't know you'll go and compete against other people and it's like there could be one person you've never met so like I was saying about the skateboard and it's like how do you choose skateboarders with it being like they've got 14 year olds going now who I don't even think have been sponsored by any team but have been picked up and who found them because it's like there could be someone just randomly that just didn't know the Olympic sign ups were on and they could they could have been the best person they like could go for us obviously we won like we won the gold for the women's but it's just choosing and knowing you are the best candidate for us. It's like um, yeah, like you like I've never like there's about about how many Olympic sports. There's absolutely tons. Like I've not done even a handful. I, I'm putting count on one hand how many Olympic sports I've actually done. Like how do how do you know like you, you're not the best hurdler? In, yeah. in the UK, like yeah. you've no idea of you. Like yeah, I that imagine... was one thing. So that I, the the triathlon. I don't know who he was, but apparently the guy that won the triathlon four years ago was just sat on his couch watching the Olympics and turned around and was just like, I could do that. And then did like trained, got up to this time and came and won the triathlon this year. I've just got this this image of this guy just sat on his couch with like a fucking beer, beer belly with a can of cellar <laughs> or something. Just going, oh, it's fucking easy that. I could do that. Yeah, because like, I'm going to give that a go. People do that all the time. It's like <laughs> yeah. when people are like complaining, like this, like professional sports players being like, oh, you're shit. You, why didn't you make that goal? Oh, that pass was shit or like things like that. And it's like, when it comes down to it, it's like, you go fucking do it then. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're like, on millions like every week and you're sat on the couch like drinking and watching me do it it's like you fucking do it then have you seen that scene from uh, Art of Fuzz where it's like um, like that guy's running through the backyards and he's jumping over fences <laughs> yeah. and stuff yeah that's like hurdles the like, there's, probably somewhere, <laughs> there's probably somewhere in the UK right somebody in the UK could jump over fences but like, you're just using their legs right just running away from police oh yeah and, 
Yeah. They could be best. They're going to be the best, like hundred meter hurdler. Go with maybe even two hundred meters. Like the police would just stand there and clap and go, "Go on, Sun Olympics!" Like, like holy shit, we found him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know the second coming of Christ, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't understand it because it's like obviously there is people that are born and bred to be put into like specific sports, but it's like imagine if like all your life you've been like born and bred to play like a specific sport, like say the hundred meter dash you've practiced and like, done it day in day out and there's just one random person that shows up and just like pfft, just blows you out the water and you're like oh, well my life has been a, <laughs> a fucking lie dad's from, dad's from local uh, local estate just sat there with a the fag in his mouth and mm. drinking a can of beer and sat on the sidelines right lads i'll show you how it's done yeah i'm just gonna get, get on track now there's so many people like that and it's like the whole, th- whole thing with like someone biles I don't think people should be able to comment. Well, they can comment on it because it's just like their own will. But there was someone that commented on it saying that she was like selfish and doing like she should be doing it and just completely ignore all the things that's happening. It's like you can't force or drop something on someone like that with like the the situation they are in. You don't know what they're going through. No, yeah, that's proper selfish way to look at it, that, isn't it? Like, uh, Being like, why, why aren't you going out and representing us? It's like, why doing this? Like, how much pressure is on earth to like represent? It's like the Euros. Like, how much pressure was on the, them, uh, the England players, to take that penalty? Like, the entire yeah, nation. Exa- yeah, exactly. And that's like, that's, that's the thing. What I was saying about you go out and do it then, and like have the whole nation watching you. And everybody's looking for a mistake as well. They don't wait. They don't want you to do well. They just want you to make a mistake so they can take the piss out of you. It's such a. It must be horrible to have. But and the thing is, it's like you can't put all that pressure on one person. And then obviously, like obviously, Italy won. Their goalkeeper was good. He was like six foot, like two or something. He's gonna have an advantage over our goalkeeper because he's got like the height on it. And then. With Simone Biles, I think the whole thing with her is being like, because she was, is like the goat of like gymnastics now. But there's going to be a time where she's not in the gymnastics like competitions anymore. She's going to have to turn around and be like, right, well, I'm retiring. And people can't have a go to her for that. There's like this situations where you can't be like horrible towards someone for something. No, yeah, like, I mean, like, she's like, like you say, she's like the. The best gymnast of her that there was, wasn't there? She was incredible. But yeah, it's like everybody retires I me. Mean, look at like some of British um, rowers and cyclists. Like they, they like won a lot of medals. And they went right, yeah, that's me done. And nobody went, oh yeah, well you're shit now because you don't do it anymore, did they? Well, like Mo, Mo Farah that runs for us and does like the marathons retired, didn't he? Yeah. No one gave him shit, and then he said he was going to come back and do things, and I don't, I don't think he qualified. I don't think he like managed to be able to come back and do it, but. No, he didn't. No. But that's the that's the thing. It's like no one give him shit for being like, oh, well, why aren't you representing as you're our best candidate to go towards it? And it's like, well, give opportunities to other people. The the girl that took over for Simone Biles this time got the gold for like USA. And you you have to give the opportunity to other people. Yeah, but oh shit, must she feel now? Like like because people are just giving Simone Biles shit. Like, she must feel proper. Like okay, she got the gold, but. She mustn't feel too good about it. Not after like the no. entire nation, the USA just giving her shit, uh, some on ball shit. No, I think it's like, I think she shouldn't feel bad for it because it's it's a team, it's a team thing. 
Like, they were yeah. doing the team event anyway. And Simone, ba- Simone Bowser's, like, kind of dropped out. And it's like, well, other than being like, nah, nah, we'll, we'll not give anyone a chance. Like, there's no point in giving it to anyone else. They've been like, well, we've got a whole team. So we'll give the opportunity to someone else. And in the way of her then doing her best and bringing back the gold would probably take some, I don't know, like, damage from Simone Viles of what she's getting from people. Because they've actually managed to get the gold at the same time as, like, her dropping out. So in a way, it kind of didn't affect them too much. Yeah, like this, like you said, they still won, so I don't understand why people are giving her. Like, she needs to take the time for herself, which is fair enough, you know, like you say, a lot of pressure on her. It's, I, I mean, think like, there's a, I think, especially with America, I think it would, if it would have happened to us, so say if it was like our a gymnast that dropped out, I think we as a nation aren't as critical, but like you say, the Euros, we were really bad. It was, but it's like you just have them people that don't don't take mental situations as a serious matter. They just take it as like, well, why are you being soft? Yeah, yeah, I think that's a proper bad way of looking at it as well, isn't it? Like, and I think another big thing was people's uh, is people's sports. Like, sports in the US just seems to be like anything. Like, everything seems to be big in the US for um, sports and stuff. Like, what you've got your basketball, you've got American football, you've got baseball. You've got to in some states like wrestling. You've got gymnastics, all sorts. In the UK, like what have you got? Like you've got football, rugby, like made, uh, rugby union. But like union is down south, so and league is up north. Yeah, and only a bit of the north, so that's proper split as well. So really, the only big sport across the country is probably like what uh, football, I guess. Yeah. And we, did, like, we we didn't even enter that as like a men's team. We the women's team entered. And we, I think we, we lost against Australia, and they took that kind of hard. But nobody gave them shit for it. No, no. Because, like I said, there's just no point. At the end of the day, the Olympics comes around again every four years. And whether or not, whether or not they bring a, a medal home or not, it's not. In a way, it's personal. So, like bringing that medal home, it's that individual that has the medal. It's not... Was... Huh? Sorry, mate. Yeah, go, go on. No, I was just going to say, it's not like a thing of, like, bringing it home for the country. It is representing your country, but in a way, you going out to show personally that you can do it yourself. Yeah, yeah, like like you say, it's uh, you're the best on the day, aren't you? It's best, yeah. Like, just because you've won loads of stuff before doesn't mean you could have an off day and that's it, innit? Yeah, exactly. Like, shit happens. But the thing of, like the Japan Olympics at the moment as well, with them giving all, like, the the people that are competing, so, like, all the international people, um, did you see that, they, like, they give them the cardboard beds? Yeah, yeah. Which I didn't... I wasn't sure if they only give that to international people and, like, the Japanese um, citizens were staying at home, so then it obviously didn't have to be using them beds I was because I was thinking it's like what if that's kind of affected someone in a way yeah I get you yeah because it's like the Japanese people have the comfort of their own home and like using their own beds and stuff 
and then like the international people have come over and just been given like they might have been comfy I, I don't think a lot of people did find them comfy though because they were kind of complaining about them um saying how like hard they were and that but it's like it's just being taken away from your comfort of what you're used to and like training through to then go into the olympics and you're just put in a situation where you have to deal with what you've got and then go compete like you say on the day you could have had something that's like messed with you and ruined your kind of opportunity i mean yeah like people have to get proper superstitious over competing in sports don't they like have like sort of one of the uh like they didn't get to i don't know kiss a picture of the nan or something yeah well yeah yeah exactly I mean, it's one of them. It's like I don't think we've done too bad. Could have been a I mean, there was, the, uh, there was a theory about the um, the cardboard beds were uh, basically to stop uh, athletes. Um... See, it's not. I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, I know, but like when you think about it, they are like the top of the top cream of the crop of a human, aren't they? Like that evolution is gonna be incredible. <laughs> like that that era of evolution is gonna be incredible, isn't it? Yeah. But so the thing is. It was in a way to stop that. It was in a way to stop, like, because obviously the Olympics is known as like a breeding ground <laughs> of just like yeah, people, just yeah. like, because it's like they go crazy. And a lot of people, obviously, are, like younger um, and like just don't have any ties, like, or like partners and things like that. But um, apparently, the whole reason they did it was to stop people spreading COVID. So it was like obviously the pandemic happened, and it was like, I think it was it, it was about them like obviously not doing that to stop like an inf- an in, like an infection like getting worse or something. It's got to be better for the environment as well, right? Just cardboard, just recycle cardboard at the end of it, don't you? Oh, just use them again. Yeah, I'll just use them again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. That was another thing. They've probably recycled them to make the beds. But yeah, so true, yeah. they've probably not just gone out of the way and been like, oh cardboard let's make a bed but yeah I mean I don't know I mean yeah oh th- that was another thing so the wrestler that got bitten in the semi-finals oh yeah did you see it I didn't know I didn't see him you need to like, look at it in a bit then a massive imprint in like his left arm or something but I don't obviously I, I don't know if that changed anything it wouldn't have changed anything but apparently he carried on to like break through and still pin the guy um, so it didn't really affect much he just they, they zoomed in and like caught him <laughs> with just like a massive bite mark on his arm but does that does that affect anything what like wrestling like getting bit well so like would that if like you bit someone would it just disqualify you straight up like if they found out I mean, it should do, yeah. I mean, like, oil, stuff like oil check, it gets, like, straight banned. Like, See, it, should, what, it should be done. What is that? I, what, I, I, check? I kind of have an, an assumption of what it is. It's a thing up the arse, isn't it, basically? Oh, not, like, okay. Not as such. Not as such a thing up the arse, but it's like, you're getting a better grip, and to get a better grip sometimes... Clamping just, uh, someone. It clamps, yeah, you get clamps, yeah, that's like a... That's like a dis- I think it's a disqualification, obviously, because, you know, thing up the arse is never... Well, I'm not going to say that, that, you know, completely subjective, but... I mean, it makes you sense. Yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> playing dirty in a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I've, uh, I've like done like different sports for grappling. So I've done like a bit of BJJ and stuff. And I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's not that I've been bit, but sometimes people took the chin, and like, when they took the chin, your arm goes into the mouth, 
So you're put, you're cranking on a choke and your arms going into the mouth and you it, look, it feels like they're biting you, but in reality they've just been dumb and took the chin. Yeah. So you won't get disqualified. They won't. Well, you won't get. Well, they won't get disqualified for it. They just feel like the jaws. It's hurting. But like I suppose wrestling's a bit different. Yeah, because they know this was like full on imprint in his arm. Because it's, it's like a good arm. but it was like boxing as well, wasn't it? Where it's like the boxers biting people's ears. There was no. I don't think there was any disqualification in that. Just a bit of a nibble in it. Like, they have a bit of an oak, a no, bit of a nibble. Was it not Mike Tyson that like full on bit someone's ear? <laughs> I mean, like Suarez massive... basically took a massive chunk out of somebody, didn't he? And they went, yeah. oh, well. Maybe that's another thing as well, yeah. There was someone that did that in Euros. I think it was, it was an attack. No, it was a German player, bit one of our players. And it was just like, they even went back on the cameras and it's like, that should that not count for something? I'm sure straight up, like, if you got caught biting someone in wrestling, that should be, like, straight as qualification because it's, then anyone could just go around doing it. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the you know wrestling's a way to a way based sport in it, so you'd uh, they might just be really hungry, you know, because they've been cutting <laughs> weight loads, mate. So they might just think, oh, I'm really hungry. This guy looks really tasty. I'm just gonna have a bit of a nibble. <laughs> I mean, Grant, I can imagine the smells that come off some of them wrestlers. I don't think that would be like <laughs> the best thing that you'd want to be eating at that moment in time. Like a meat and fruit pie. Ugh, no, I mean this. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, the sweatiness of it though. <laughs> it's extra salts in it, losing salts. Mm, lovely. Yeah, no, I I couldn't I couldn't see myself doing that. I I think it would be like an interesting thing though to like do the Olympics, like actually go and compete and do some stuff like that. It's just one of the things though, like you said, of like showing up and just being absolutely like dog shit compared to everyone else. You think you're the best person in the like the world. <laughs> and then showing up and just being like, Yeah, fuck you, you last. That's gotta be proper disheartening, yeah. Like you go you go to represent your country and you're like best in your country and then you get to the Olympics, you're like Sorry, sorry mate. Didn't even get a chance. Yeah. Apparently there was a guy from Uganda that um he was bodybuilding for like twenty years. Um, for the Olympics, but <laughs> uh, he he did it. Obviously, got through. Was like representing them the Olympics and stuff, and got to Japan, and then just went missing. Wait, just didn't compete. Just went missing. So the whole reason he did it was like comp- uh, to go and compete was to defect from Uganda. Really? Yeah, so he wanted to go to Japan and become a J- Japanese citizen. Um, and instead of... I don't think he competed. I think he just like wrote a letter and left it. And was like... Just left and went disappearing. And apparently he travelled to like the other the other um, end of Japan. And got caught. <laughs> got caught by the Japanese police. And then just got deported straight back to Uganda. Oh, fuck. So, imagine that. It's like you've gone through 20 years of trying to, like, I don't know, hatch a plan of basically defecting, and then you go back to your country, and it's like, in a way, you've kind of, like, done wrong on your country. Yeah. Because then you go back, and it's like, how would, be, how would, how would people treat you? Probably I think, not well. No. Because I know that, um, I think they wrote, like, a letter of, like, Apology for what he did. So 
It's quite bad. But apparently it happened before. Apparently it happened in the London Olympics that two people did it and they actually got away with it. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what it was they were going for. I think it was diving or something. Something. Obviously, they have to be like a duo sport because it was two people that did it. But yeah, they got away with it. Um, never got caught. I might have to look that up, but I'm sure that's true. Um, and it's one of the things of like what happens to you, like the Olympic people, like obviously the uh, competitors after they've finished. Just go like back working your job in Tesco's or something. Like a really quick shelf stacker. Yeah. It's like. Apart from, obviously, there'd be, like, the odd few. Like, a handful of people that probably come out of it and get, like, sponsorships. But it's, like, it's every four years. So, what do you do in that period? Because I know a lot of people are like, yeah, it's been a lot of training. And you have to, like, train from now. So, when this Olympic finishes, and then you can start training again for the next Olympics. But it's, like, how do people, like, last and do that? Like, what income do they have? I think it depends on your sponsorships on it. So, if you're, like, really good at the sport and you got a medal, I guess you're... Uh... I guess you get sponsorships to go for like carry on trading and working or not working as much. Yeah, very true. If, uh, if you like didn't do too well, you've got to like I suppose carry on working a job and uh, get to the time. I suppose like the not as popular sports like I suppose. I mean, I could be wrong, but I suppose like not popular sports like rowing or uh, whatever, like sports like that, you um you just automatically going to get not as much sponsorship, aren't you? Oh, it's much funding. And then I guess, I obviously, you get adverts picking you up and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my biggest one for, like, Olympics and stuff, like, funding, is, like, the uh, the Winter Olympics. Like... Yeah. How do you train for... The... Well, you can train for that. Yeah, but in the UK, right? How, how do you, A, figure out you're good at a Winter Olympic sport in the UK? Because it, like, what, snows once a year and it's, like, 10 mil, unless you're in, like, the peaks of Scotland and it's, you know, it's, it's just about enough to have a ski for a meter yeah or or do you like go and live abroad and train but then that means you've got to live abroad i mean have you ever seen eddie the eagle that is true yeah i've seen that yeah. <laughs> that's such a good film <laughs> where did he go was it france yeah it might have been yeah it was like that sport's incredible isn't it just flying through earth for like 10 seconds and just yeah that that is mad but the fact is like, have you seen some injuries and some, like, disasters that happen in that? No, no, I've not seen that, Jeez, no. Jeez, if you, if you hit that floor, I'm sure there's, like, a, just a percentage of you just straight up dying. Because <laughs> it's, mean, like, yeah. what's, like, the speed and, obviously, height on that, there's no, no padding. It's not like the floor is literally just snow, just powdered snow. It's just, like, that is solid floor. Yeah, they're uh, they're going at some pace them as well, just flying through there, aren't they? Yeah. My thing with the Winter Olympics as well is like, can you imagine thinking, you know, what I'm going to do at the Winter Olympics, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna lie on a board with my face a couple of mil from the ice and go head first down this like windy track on a piece of like, I'm just on a sled. And I'm just gonna go down it at like stupid mile per hour. You're up, get to the ball, get up. Yeah, not does it skeleton? I think there's skeleton. Oh yeah, yeah. And like I don't know what there's like skeleton and some. Is it loose skeleton and loose? I think skeleton's the one where you go like face first in it. And like I, I don't even know, mate. Like 
how do you, like the only way I can think that, that I you know think of me personally thinking oh yeah I could do this sport is me going to many hills behind my house taking a, some corrugated metal <laughs> lying for you know lying face first on it going down and not scraping my nose off and going oh yeah I could do that for a sport I guess, I guess you could do that as a child, though. Like, just go to Wacky Warehouse and just go down a slide and be like, oh, yeah, I could be one of these people. Yeah, I, could, I could do it, yeah. And then, you know, you're 20 years later, you're on the ice, you're at the Winter Olympics and you're winning gold medal because you went, and it all started at the Wacky Warehouse. I mean, yeah, I I wonder how different doing the winter sports, like, say, like, if you did the Olympics now, and then you train to do the Winter Olympics. I wonder, like, which one would be as difficult? Because, like you say, it's not not as common to do like a lot of the Olympic stuff in the winter. Well, the Winter Olympic stuff. So it's just that it's like it's very niche in a way. Yeah, yeah. Because, like you said about like will that bobsleigh and stuff. I don't know if like every country obviously like competes in every single category um but i guess it's like cool runnings cool runnings do it from jamaica and it's just it's just wheels isn't it yeah they just yeah but i don't know if uh, i don't know the truth like yeah i think that was true that's more of a true story yeah but i don't know like in the uk like they must be living abroad to get like to do like year round training or whatever training they do because i'm sure like some of the some of the sports are incredible aren't they like, proper tricky. Like ice skating, I guess, is indoors. But like... what's the? It's, I don't think it is. What's the triathlon version of the winter sports where they have like the guns and stuff, and then they have like the skis that they have to run on? <laughs> it's like cross country skiing or something, like biathlon or something it's like just that. Where they like they randomly ski. pull up with just like a, a rifle and just like pew pew and just shoot something down and then just like start off again. <laughs> It's like James Bond training. They're all like, <laughs> K, you know, KGI. Oh, I don't know, KG, I don't know what they are. Spetsnaz or something, aren't they? Like Russian Spetsnaz. You know, you've got MI5 there or whatever it is. That's probably what it is, isn't it? It's just spy training. Just a bit. What is it? It's Oh, the biathlon. Biathlon. So it combines yeah. cross-country skiing and rifle shooting. But it's just like, who came up with that? <laughs> just like, I'm going to go skiing, but also I'm, I'm just going to take my gun with me at the same time. And do some cross country, like. Sounds like a proper serial killer sport, that, don't it? <laughs> what do you do as your sport? Uh, I ski and shoot things. <laughs> do do drive by skiing. Okay, you can imagine people in like the countries that actually are, like good at it, like Switzerland, and just be like, "Oh yeah, fair enough, yeah, enjoy, good luck." Yeah, it's like just an everyday thing for them. Like, yeah. just what if you just like looked at your room? Like down the road, and someone's just running down the street and skis with like a rifle in the back. Do you just have like police everywhere? <laughs> Obviously, they won't do it on just like the open. I don't know. But it, um, <laughs> that, well, that's true. That's another thing. Is the Winter Olympics every year, like every four years, the same as the normal Olympics? Yeah, I think it's like so there's like. It's like Summer Olympics, two years. Winter Olympics, two years. Summer Olympics, two years, isn't it? 2022 is the next Winter Olympics, I think. Yeah. So it's next year. So it's probably coming. Oh, yeah, because the Olympics got knocked back this year, didn't it? Yeah, so it would be. So it'd be... Olympics would have been in 2020, and then it'd be the two years, and it would be the winter. 
So it's every Winter Olympics is occurs every four years. But I think it'll be like was is it like not it's not even gonna be in sync with the original Olympics because it'll give people time to like work their way back into it. You know what wind windflick sport I'd love to try? What? Curling. Because you can just yeah. imagine, right? Just like stones going and they're, they're talking to each other. You know, it's obviously a great skill, but I can just imagine, right? I'm just like, a, I don't know, I'm a caretaker at a school or something. I get picked up, you know, for a curling team. I go, you know, sweep this stone along the floor, knock another stone out, go back to my team, get me a cup of tea, you know, get me brew, sit there, have a talk about wife and kids, you know, you're right. How's doing? See, no, you'd, Good day, you'd, yeah. you'd think it was that simple. Have you actually watched it? Yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? It's, 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 there's actually a lot of skill. I'm just taking the piss. No, I just mean that, like, it's not even the, the thing of, like, it's just the thing of you're thinking it's, like, chilled. I watched one. It was a wife and, like, husband, and I'm sure they're from, like, Russia or something, screaming at each other, like, while they were doing it. I mean, it's competitive, isn't it? Like, yeah, but then, it's not, no, as in screaming at each other when they're, like, scrubbing the floor and then when you get to the end they're just speaking to each other like normal like Jesus Christ that's some like intense relationship to just cut off like that just like one extreme to the other and just be like sound after you've just like <laughs> just been like screaming at your husband like oh you know bed sweep harder <laughs> sweep harder <laughs> fucking sweep harder and then it gets to the end like oh you did a good job there well done love yeah see my granddad plays balls and we were on about right. this, so we were like, because he was like explaining obviously how you kind of do that, and it's kind of the same, but it's obviously not, not on ice. Um, but he was saying it's like you get a lot of people that like have different tricks, so obviously you use different hands and like their finger and stuff to like when you're rolling the ball to like give it curl and like obviously I was saying you probably get these people that are just like masters at the sport. And it's like new people coming in. It's like, how do you learn? Because it's just like, they're just going to turn up and be like, yeah, I'm incredible. Yeah, you can't really, can you? It's like, there's, there's like, there's teaching sport and there's just being good at it. Yeah. It? Like, just being like, talented from birth. Because... I mean, like, that was another thing of going back to just being, like, bred into the sport. Because, obviously, you'd be around it a lot. I know that one thing that is, like, really strange. I've I've only seen it. I've not, like, properly looked into it. They're trying to get Yu-Gi-Oh! in the Olympics. Wait, what? Yeah. So, like, there's been a petition online or something that, like, people are signing up to get Yu-Gi-Oh! into the Olympics. Like the card game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the only way I can see that being an Olympic sport is if you actually have to stand up and put one of those, like, big plastic things on your arm. <laughs> that, yeah, that would like, be sick. It's have one huge bicep <laughs> and you're screaming at each other, like, what card you play? <laughs> It'd be sick if they took it to the extreme, though, when they put the card down, it, like, shows, the, like, the animation of, like, what they're summoning on the screen. Yeah, as long as, like, you know... When uh when the other person wins, they don't like trap the soul in another car. <laughs> as long as that happens, I think they'll be fine. But oh, they <laughs> they've missed out so bad with not having it in the Japanese Olympics. If that was when it was coming in, because that would have gone down so well. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, 
because like it, if they did a Korean one and brought put League of Legends in it. That well, that was another thing I was going to go into. It's like when obviously the will there is like kind of things in esports that count as an Olympics, but it's not the Olympics. So it's like what year and when do you think it will actually become a thing that they'll break out into esports being in the Olympics because it's it's already getting the traction now of being being gas sport and like I've seen people playing CS:GO on like ESPN and stuff like that and on like uh, the sports channels. Yeah, yeah. So it's obviously that was being like a massive thing, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's obviously being like seen as a sport in a way now. Can you imagine having like you know it's like a modern pentathlon, so it's like shooting, horse racing, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Can you imagine having like a modern modern pentathlon with CS:GO, League of Legends, <laughs> like Valorant, uh, like some of the Starcraft. Yeah, they'd be some of like the most toxic teams ever. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. That would just wouldn't. I don't think that people would even be allowed to like be on the same platform as just like original. Oh, You'd have to wheel them in in like cages and like leave them in the room. <laughs> <laughs> just like, like rabid. They bring, yeah, they bring them in in the cage, just shake, and all athletes like terrified, like what's going on in there? It's like, oh, don't he's an esports player. Yeah. It would be. It would be so strange to see like an esports player compared to like, I don't know, like uh, a weightlifter or something, or just like a swimmer. I kind, I kind of get it that like you know esports is um like they've obviously got you know there's re- like stuff like cs it's reactions in it like reacting to someone and having the hand eye coordination to move your hand and mouse to a target like it's quite a bit of a skill but for it to be in the olympics like i just i just feel like i don't know i don't think it should happen no i think there might be a time that they something will be forced or it might like try to be seen as a proper sport but it's like They've only just brought like skateboarding into the Olympics now, and that's that's been around for so long. But it's like it's only just kind of been seen as a proper sport, like BMX and things like that. Are, like are in the Olympics, so I don't think because it'll not just be like a case of one country just being allowing it. It'll have to be like a whole board of people allowing it. Yeah. And it, I think it'd be too much hassle to just be like get everyone on board. I mean, uh, Riot's got the money, right? They've got the money, but then it's like, you gonna what are you gonna do? It's like, all these countries trying to get like, I don't know. I think I think there'd be more people going doing that. So I think I think every country would probably have people that would probably enter and do it because it's such a big thing, and it's like it's not, it's not like you need to have done incredible amounts of like years of training for it you get the people that are just like incredibly good at games and can just pick something up and just good at it so i yeah. feel like it'd be it'd, it'd be an easier thing for people to actually like compete in but it just it wouldn't be one of the things that'd be like regulated easy because it's just trying to see it as like an actual sport on par with like different things similar to like rowing and like swimming and things like that. Mate, like speaking of esports, right? What they should do instead of like actually having you know proper sports, just get like Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games and make <laughs> proper athletes do it in esports. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like all athletes on like Wii. Yeah, that one would be sick. Just like stood on like a Wii board and just yeah. being like. Huh, huh. 
probably like tennis. Like proper screaming, but just like swinging a Wii remote. Yeah, ball comes through and you're just like grunting like they're doing um, Wimbledon or something. Yeah. Oh, that'd be brilliant, that. They need I mean, I guess it, you could do it online then as well. You wouldn't even have to, like, go to different countries. <laughs> that'd be great, that, wouldn't it? They're not even dressed in, like, their Olympic attire. Just, just sat like, there in pyjamas in the front and... room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the sort of Olympics I could aspire to be in. <laughs> I came across something the other day. It was just, like... I got, I I got TikTok back again for, like... I was gonna like make a video with my cousin um, because I had it at one point and it was just like I I hated it I hate social media really I don't mind having like my Twitter and Instagram but it's just like Facebook bugs me because it's a lot of the things on Facebook it's just like you'll get people sat at home just like all day reading things like reading things about like the injections you know like COVID injections and just oh, yeah. being like fed like false news and things and then they're like they're thinking like that these people that are like newscasters and things like that because they're reading like fake news um, yes social media propagates to me yeah like i don't i like i stopped using any social well not any social media i ever stopped a couple but like a lot of uh a lot of social media i was completely stopped using because like you said there's some the thing that really got on me as well was just people in general like it's, it says a lot, and like, I don't do TikTok. I don't really know what TikTok is. You know, I, I feel like I'm only for uh, I'm only young, but I already think I'm like I'm basically 50 years old. So I'm not got a clue what half the stuff is. I mean, people do these weird like dances and shit. I'm not got a clue what any of them mean. But like, um, yeah, like when when you sat they sat there and used to be on Facebook, and it'd just be people like they've got what a thousand, a thousand friends on something like Facebook. You only speak to about two of them. But they're broadcasting their entire life to everybody. Like, yeah. it, it means something. Like, I don't get it. And the only but... thing is, they think they're individuals when you just scroll down your Facebook and it's literally everyone's doing the same thing. It's like, they're either getting married, having a kid, <laughs> or just like, I don't know, drinking. Yeah, it's, it's funny that, like, when you say, like, having a kid, because a lot of the time, the having, having a kid bit is like, you know, you speak to them in person. And it's like, ah, oh, fucking wish I didn't have a kid. Fucking hate it. It's fucking shite. And then the next, like, an hour later, they're on like social media going, oh, I fucking love my child. Yeah, it's fucking brilliant. Like they're complaining about it in real life, being like, oh, I can't go and do this, and I can't go and do that. But then it's like, yeah, online, they're and... just like, oh my god, I love you so much. And it's just like, yeah, the best thing that's ever happened to me. Thank you for coming into my life. Yeah. But it was like, so the thing with TikTok, it was like they've got live casting, so like people can just like live cast what they're doing. Right. And I was going through the other day because I was just like, I was just trying to see what like kind of people are on it, and I came across this guy, like, competitively not competitively eating, it was like him, basically just live casting. It in a way it was him competitively eating. It was like eighty chicken wings. I don't know how many boxes of like it was like tater tots, so like small kind of hash brown things. I think it must have been about four boxes of them and he did like six cans of pop in like 40 minutes. Yeah, it was just his jaw, like the muscles in his jaw were like sticking out from his face and I was just like that's not enjoyable. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I just watching people do that, like. Well, I, I got there at the end, so I got there like he was already half an hour into his thing, and he just looked like he was in pain because he was like fully down in the cans of like drink that he had because it was pop. So it's not as if any he, he was just like drinking water on top of like the food that he was trying to get down. But I think it was like I don't I don't even know I don't even want to quote, but I think it was like eight pounds of chicken or something. I could do with some chicken wings now, though. Like chicken wings and buffalo sauce, some blue cheese dip. But, well, like, so that's well, that's it. So we was doing things. It was like he had like separate ones. We had like hot ones, like barbecue ones and stuff. And I was like, I, I don't know. It just baffled me. He looked like he was like physically joking as he was just eating the things, and it was just a bit like, what got you into this? Have you ever watched that beard meets food on like YouTube? No. He does stuff like that, where it's like these challenges, and he goes around like England. He's done like America ones as well. He's like he's been doing like women in England and doing different ones. And he has like this technique for it in chicken wings, where like kind of pushes his hand through the bone, and it sort of ends up like a like a lollipop basically, and just rips the meat off the end. And he goes through these challenges, and he'll like eat like a burger, and I mean like so I was watching one today, and this burger's like about. 12 burger pies with cheese and onion chutney on it with like a shed like basically a bucket of chips he does it in like 12 minutes it That's... is absolutely incredible yeah he's it like and then you watch his other videos and he'll he like he'll make his own food or he'll go to like you know so like say um, the simpsons did like a, a hot dog challenge so he'll do the hot dog challenge that he'll make himself and do it and eat it and it's just like incredible to watch like it's just watching him do it it's like mesmerizing where he shoves it all and just does it so quick. But and it's weird as well because the the amount of people that you see that actually do these challenges are like ripped. Yeah, he's, yeah, he is. He's like he's not he's not massive. He's not far anything. He looks like he you know he looks like he's been like ripped of shit. Well, that's <laughs> that's another thing. It's like when you do see them, you're like, obviously, you're like, where do you put all of this? Because it's like either one, you eat all this food and then just shit it out straight away. Either that, you spew it out, or you just like. Obviously, I understand the thing of like, then you go to the gym and just burn it all off. But it's like you must have to do so much. I think he's openly said though on his channel quite a few times that he like he'll eat like that for a couple of days, like two days a week, maybe three, and then every other day is literally a tuna salad, one tuna salad, Jesus. and that's it. That's all he eats in the day, and it's like, well, when you see like the amount that he actually eats, it's probably fair enough, but still. Like uh... the Rock did it though, didn't he? I think that was. Oh, did what, it? I think that was what the Rock was like. I'm, th- I'm sure, like he used to eat like normal and then just have days that he'd eat like three pizzas or something. Because it was just calories. It was just like his cheat day or something. But it's just I don't know. It baffles me. It's like if I did that, I'd just be end up getting just like fat because I wouldn't. I just wouldn't end up training. <laughs> No, I, I I just love food too much. I just I just sort of sat there going. But there's liking yeah. food, and then there's being like, yeah, I'm just gonna go and eat like eighty chicken wings. Yeah, no, or like yeah. twelve patties on a burger with some chips all over it. It's like that's not enjoyable. <laughs> a pie bam challenge. I think I could do that one. <laughs> a lot of people won't get that. Oh, pie bam! Uh, bread bread roll, I suppose. Or bam? <laughs> yeah, no, bread roll with a pie in it. And there's gonna be a lot of people questioning that. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of cars, but it's a beautiful thing. I mean, is it? <laughs> That's what we're renowned for. It's the best food I can think of at this moment in time, to be fair. Jesus. 
So uh, I don't know. I was thinking that the other day. I was like, "What? What is actually good food?" Because there's there's good food. There's like there's good homemade food, and then there's like obviously restaurant food. And it's like a lot of restaurant food when you go out, it's just a tiny plate that's like nicely decorated and like tapas kind of stuff. I get tapas, you get more and you get more and you get more, but it's like when people go to like these high-end restaurants and they're paying like hundreds and but you've looked at it. You looked at like the oh, five-star yeah. restaurants and it was like the course, the main courses. Oh like yeah, we were having a discussion, weren't we? It was yeah, like yeah. something like, uh, it wasn't even like um, like proper food. Like, it was proper food, but it wasn't, it was all like awful. So it was like what liver was and it? stuff. Yeah, what was it? What was the ones you were looking at? It was like, Mackerel liver, it was like mackerel liver pate, wasn't it, or something like that. And but it was, it was with like... like ridiculous things on top. It was like yeah, yeah. strange flowers and things. It was like concoctions. Yeah, like wildflowers, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or like some kind of moss as well. There was something like that, wasn't there? Yeah. <laughs> and we were just sat there like, that, like you're literally paying 50 quid to go out into your backyard, roll your tongue across the lawn, and then go back inside and be like, well, that was, that was interesting. Yeah. Ants as well. They put a load of ants all over the fucking place as well. I didn't get ants. that. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of places starting, like, putting ants on food now. So, like, apparently they're, like, pretty, like... So when you put them on, like, a pudding, so say you've got, like, a meringue, you put these ants on it, so you've got, like, a sort of sweet yet bitter uh, uh, taste. Like, the ants are supposed to be, like, bitter. That's so you, weird. Yeah. So, like, when you've got, like, a meringue, instead of having, like, I don't know, putting something else bitter, like berries or something, you put the ants on it instead. I think I'd go for berries instead. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah some of the places because we were looking at like like uh, Michelin starred places around us and surprise surprise there's not many, very local, but the uh, the ones that are fairly local like the ones in uh like the cities and stuff around, like yeah they do some really weird shit don't they? Just just and, like, a bit. Like and they they don't they don't it's not they don't see it as food they see it more as an art don't they? I think that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, that that's what I understand that like you're paying for like, um. The experience. Yeah, the experience, and it's not just like you go and get like say like a roast, just going to like a curry and getting like a curry or something. It's like you go in to have something, someone that knows so much about this food has paired stuff together, and like it's it's an experience in a way of like you tasting things you'd never tasted before, and it's not just like you go in and like being stuffed. I get that it's like they'll make more than one thing for you. And they'll like pair your wines as well, which is what really baffles me because like I don't know about you, but like people will get a bottle of wine and go to me, right, here you go. Now this this wine is well paired with some hard cheeses and it tastes like apricots. So you'll taste it and you'll go, Oh yeah, that tastes just like wine. <laughs> like I, I haven't got a fucking clue, mate. Like oh this this this'll taste just great with that chicken dish that you're having. Um, you know, it really brings out the flavours and you know, the sweetness brings in that bitterness of the whatever you're eating. You sort of sit there and you take a sip and you think that tastes just like the glass I had before. Like, I haven't got a clue. Like, he doesn't bring me in. I suppose that's my, um, I my think bland palate. Apart from going to Italy and tasting the wine over there, that was the only time I kind of saw a difference. Because there is there is wines. Like, I don't mind a red wine. But I wouldn't go out of my way and be order, like, wine with, like, a dish or something. It's like beer. Beer would probably be like one of the things I'd pair things with, or like a whiskey or something. But even still, then it's just like you don't tend to think so much into detail of like what drink you would pair with this food. No, yeah, I agree. Like, like you say, I like I love like if I go somewhere that's 
nearly sort of posh. I'll probably have like a glass of wine or something if I have to, but not if I have to, but if it's offered. But yeah, you'd probably just drink beer or something. You'd probably think, yeah, that tastes about right. But it's like, it's one of the things as well is like, you could buy a glass of wine, try and pair it yourself, and then it comes out and you're just like, oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it tastes like vinegar. Like, yeah, what the fuck yeah. And then you could just ruin your whole experience then. So it's like, I guess, in a way, it is like, they will choose the best one for you. So you just have to kind of like trust them in a way. But it's Yeah, like, they're perfect, aren't they? But the way like of you spending so much money just to do that. Yeah, to get like, and then cut it takeaway after and get a kebab because you're that hungry. <laughs> like that's the, sort of the, that's the thing that baffles me, right? Like, I'm not going to lie. Like my idea of a great night out or a great, uh, a great meal is like, uh, like those posh burger places, you know, like almost famous and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I absolutely adore places like that. It's just like that's my that's my thing. Like I just love it, and like like I'm a, pro- a proper cheap date. I just go, to go out there. It's just like solid, isn't it? But it's not it's not cheap. But you you get what I mean. Like, yeah, but it's like it's like your average. Yeah, it's like your average. But to go to like a, like a posh restaurant, why I wouldn't mind the experience. I just feel like I'd probably end up going eating it and then going. Ah, fuck! I'm still hungry. I don't well, know. Right, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, it's like so if someone turned around to you and was like. Oh, the wolf. I hate. I was gonna say that's the worst one. I hate Nando's, but I was gonna put that in there. It's like if someone turned around to you and was like, "Would you rather go to Nando's, um, say like Almost Famous, or like Gordon Ramsay, or like I don't know, like a Michelin star's like restaurant?" It's like obviously, obviously, if you didn't have to pay, which one would you choose? If you didn't have to pay, well, I've never been to Nando, so that's a start. So that's half of like people's gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Well, exactly, yeah. But yeah, I've never been to Nando, so I can't comment on that one. Uh, it's almost famous for like Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. Like, I, I love almost famous. Like, I don't know just something about the place, but it's an experience, isn't it? Like, you could got you can say you've been to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant, and that's not much of a thing, but like, you'd feel posh, wouldn't you? Just a bit. I mean, obviously, if you went. If you went to the one he does on the show as well, and you just like you get the experience of like seeing him like treating people like shit, while <laughs> while with the, uh you're waiting for your dinner. Oh, he just called somebody a donkey. Like fucking go on, Gordon, mate. <laughs> just get up and start cheering him on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be asked to leave straight after. <laughs> yeah, but it is. It's like I feel unless you went with like a group of people or something I wouldn't fully choose like to go somewhere high end there's a lot of people obviously like that like that kind of thing but it's I don't I'm not a person like that I was gonna say loves to go out and eat I do I do like to go out and eat but it's like when you see all like these couples going out and taking pictures of each other like sitting with the wines and stuff in like these fancy restaurants it's like it's all gonna well to do that it's like a nice night out but like you say, you could go and then like you've spent what a hundred pound when you could have literally gone somewhere for like I don't know, like twenty, thirty, and maybe got a better meal. Why is it like filling you? Then I don't know. I'm just speaking shit. Like <laughs> I don't know. I think like one of the best. Uh, I don't know. It's like one of the Nordic countries. Like one of the best restaurants at the moment is one of the Nordic countries in it. I think it's so much like per head. Without wine per it, it's like 250 quid per person. That's ridiculous. But, like, I think it's something like, it's something, it's something ridiculously expensive like that, right? But I just feel like that's such an experience to have. Like, I understand that, Pete, like you say, 
like me personally, if I was gonna go on a night out and like not a night out, but go on and have something to eat, eat with like say somebody else, I don't think I'd go and like take pictures of my wine and stuff like that. I'd rather just take a picture of my Mackey's wrapper and just be like, Yeah, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> but like uh, I don't think I'd go that far. I don't think I'd go take myself to Mackey's. I think I'd, I like myself more than that. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'd probably go to Almost Famous, I'd probably branch out and go to Almost Famous. But like to, to actually say like I've got quite I'd say, I don't know. I'm not against eating stuff like you know people like hate mushrooms or hate this. I feel like if you go to places like that 250 quid restaurant, oh you yeah, go, you you couldn't be picky. Yeah, you couldn't be picky because you like if you've got like ten courses and there's like three of them with mushrooms on and you're gonna go, well, I'm not gonna eat that. Like you've got no experience. You can't like you, you just basically forfeiting the experience in it. Yeah, like, but it, that's true because it's like. The, there would be things that obviously I wouldn't like, but it's then it's like they kind of disguise them in the way of like calling it something else or like putting like a French name or something fancy. So it probably coming you wouldn't know any better anyway, which is it's true because obviously like going to like a, just like a normal restaurant and you see like a burger and it's got like pickles or something on and say like you don't like pickles, and you just ask for it without it. But you'd feel so like horrible to go to a restaurant like that and be like, yeah, can I can I not have that without onions, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Like these guys have like, m- like been thinking about a story for this menu for the past like you know two years. If you put it into action, got all these fancy ingredients, and you go, well, actually, I don't like mushrooms. I don't like fish. Can I just have the chicken dish? Please? And I'm celiac, so I don't need <laughs> yeah. any flour. I can't have any yeah. bread. They yeah. might just be like, oh, I'm sorry. Can you leave? Leave, yeah. Want <laughs> to give you your money back to so just leave? Oh God, pay you to leave. I know. I wonder if anybody actually has ever done that, been into like a restaurant like that and been so picky. Oh, but you know, with the amount of money being spent there, no doubt somebody has like, well, I'm paying, you know. That, no, that's true. Spending, yeah. Especially if you have like the, the the money and like the reputation, then it's kind of one of them. It's like you're battling the reputation of a chef or it's your, your reputation. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think being in like international countries as well. So like I was going to like Italy and Spain, um, just seeing like some of the food that they'll make and like that, that will be like an everyday thing for them. So like we went to like a burger place and it was just like you're obviously it was an independent burger place, which is over here. It's not really a massive thing. Like you don't get really independent places. Apart from when I've like been in Leeds, you get like your odd few, but it's just like everyone tends to go to like places like obviously like Nando's and then like what's the Italian Frankie like, and Benny's, yeah, yeah. Benny's yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's kind of sad to just have places like that be so big when it's just like it's it's not great food. You can tell that the food's just probably been like microwaved or something. Like yeah. what well, spoons do it? Spoons like spoons. I think they admit that they like just basically have like ready meals. Yeah, they basically admit it, don't they? And just go, yeah, well, fuck it, innit? it. Well, the whole reason is like because they just want it to be like fast and like ready, because it's they 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 admit that it's like cheap and they just want it to be ready and like be quick to make for the person. Yeah, but let's be honest, you can't beat it, can you? Like, six, what is it? Like, six quid for, like, a curry with a pint. Like, <laughs> that's great. Do you know <laughs> what? Top. I cannot, like, get enough of, like, from Spoons. The apple What's crumble. 
Oh, man, anything to do with apple crumble, mate. Apple crumble, apple pie. It's like... Oh, it's the spoon's apple crumble is well good. But the ice cream, I can't. I, everyone's like, do you want to go and like get a drink from spoons? And I'm like, yeah, I'll get an apple crumble. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Just bring me seven plates of that, please. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's pissed by the end of the night, and I'm just like, have more apple crumble, please. <laughs> like, uh, they do, like, there's some stuff at the spoons that you sort of go and you're like, oh, this is actually proper nice, but you feel ashamed to say that it's yeah, nice because yeah. you know it's microwave. Well, like you've just said, like the curry. Yeah. I, like, I've, I've been with people before, and it's like, I know that, like, they have specific days as well, so, like, it's even cheaper on specific days. Yeah, like curry, like curry Tuesdays or Thursdays or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's just. You get the people, like the reoccurring people that would just love the spoons and just go there. And it's like, I just, obviously, being as a student at the moment as well, we've done it. We've done it a lot. And it's like, you go to spoons. The breakfast, breakfast is banging. Oh, mate, yeah, like, and 50ph with a black pudding. You're damn right, I'm doing that. Yeah, exactly. I do that all the time. It's like, I'll go and say they don't have enough hash browns or things like that. I'll just be like, I'll just get like two more hash browns and two more sausage and you just start adding things on it. It's like, it's next to nothing. <laughs> it's incredible. It's like refillable coffee as well. It's even better. <laughs> Pancakes. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I think breakfast is proper underrated, you know, especially like in the UK or yeah. I don't know, maybe in cities or not. I know it's no, no, I know what you mean. I feel like a lot, not enough places do like breakfast because, like, when you think about it, I know there's a, I know there's English breakfast. And I love a good full English. No, an all-day breakfast is like one of the best things you can hear. Yeah, yeah. When you, but like sometimes you want to go into a place and just be like, oh yeah, I'll, uh, I'll have like a nice, I don't know, omelette or something. But not many places actually do like proper breakfast, do they? It's literally like how many places that you know that do a breakfast, like the spoons. There's a couple of like chains that do it, maybe some local places. Does, yeah, apart from that, like, nobody say, really does breakfast, do they? No, but it's like McDonald's have like a time limit on their breakfast. It's like yeah, you can't get. Obviously, I understand that's like it'd be a pain for them to just carry on doing stuff like that. But it's like, why can you set something like that? Because there's there's a, there's a place down the road from mine. It's like just like a tiny cafe, and they do all day breakfast, and it's well good. Because it's like you don't feel bad for eating it, and it's it's. It's foods that you could still eat at like a, a, a tea time. There are a couple of places now, I think, like, that are actually like trying to get onto a bit, bit like breakfast a bit more, aren't they? But like, they're so expensive, some of them. Like, I can't remember what I was looking at. I was looking at somewhere like a couple of weeks ago, and it was something like, I don't know, 20 quid for like, just basically, not even an all day breakfast. It was like some toast and eggs, like 20 quid. Like, <laughs> I'm alright, I've just got spoons. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean, tell me about it. I've been in places like that. That's what... There's one place, to be honest, that, like... Is so good. And it's, like, Korean. Korean food. That's why one reason why I wanted to, like, travel and, like, visit there. Because it's ridiculous how much food they can get for the price of, like, things they pay for. So it's, like, over here... The, I think the bottles are like soju that they get, which is like their alcohol is like £10 over here. And if you go over there, it's literally like a pound, pound a bottle. But it's not even that, the food as well. It's just, it's all fresh as well, that's the thing. So you go in, you're getting fresh food and you're paying like £10 for like a three-course meal or something. 
Is that like those Korean barbecues? Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's like, there's one I've been to like in Manchester, and that one's good. But it's like obviously over here it's quite expensive because it's, it's, I don't know. It's kind of just like what you expect. Like good food over here is gonna be expensive. Yeah. But over the, I, that's why I'd want to go over because it's just like you could go on like a full like food feast, like traveling to different places and eating things, but like next to nothing. It's mad when you think about it like that, isn't it? Like, some things are so expensive over here, but, like, nothing in other places. And the experience you have in that as well. Like, it's not even, like, the food over here is worth the money you'd pay. And if you went to somewhere else and you tasted it, you'd be like, holy shit, I've been missing out on all this my life. I know, yeah. It's like, um, I don't know if I've ever told you, it's like me with eggs. Like, uh, I only discovered that I liked eggs when I was 18. Like, because I was told my whole life, right, that I didn't like eggs. Like, you don't like eggs. They're horrible things. You don't like them. And, I, you know, me being, I don't know, either gullible or just fucking stupid, when, yeah, you're right, I don't like eggs. So I'd never, like, every time there was, like, a full English or anything, or I got offered eggs, I was like, no, sorry, I don't like them. Not egg mayo, anything like that. I was like, no, nah, I don't like them. And then, like, I don't know what it, what reason it was or whatever. I think it was, like, I think it was I was going on, like, um, I can't even remember. It's something like I was going like a, a pub crawl or something when I was eighteen, and I went to this like breakfast. Someone just like offered you an egg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Like I went no eggs to like the weather. I'm, like I think it was like a weather like Weatherspoon's breakfast. It was like no eggs, and it came and it had eggs on it. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, don't matter. And somebody was like, have you? When, when was the last time you tried one? And I was like, I don't know. I can't. I can't remember. I was just. I just don't like eggs. It's like, but how do you know you don't like them? I know I've done that with a few things. I've said that before and been like, oh, like like peppers and like there's loads of veg that I never used to like, but I'd only say I don't like it because I don't like the look of it. It's not even that like because like I used I, I, I at the time like I'm not a fussy eater, so I'll happily eat mushrooms like all sorts of fish like white bait like anything like I'll I'll try anything, but like. Yeah, no, I, for whatever reason, I just didn't think about eggs, and I tried eggs, and I was like, these are actually fucking really nice, <laughs> like, spoon's eggs are actually, like, I never thought I'd say it, but spoon's eggs are, like, not <laughs> nice, <laughs> even though they've just been microwaved, and then, like, I was, like, I started trying eggs, like, all the time, then, like, scrambled omelettes, all that sort of stuff, and I was like, shit, I've been missing out, what, 18 years, like, I used to like eggs. It's making up for that. Yeah, so now I just, like, I must be, like, about 20 eggs a week now. Just walk around, just cracking egg in your mouth every so often. <laughs> Walking down the street, oh, time for my early egg. Yeah. Right, I've got some questions as well. Because, like, this, this kind of relates to, like, not all of it food, but, like, these are some questions that, like, some people find hard to answer. Which I hope they're not, because some of them aren't even that bad. But, right. so, would you consider cereal as a soup or not? No. <laughs> not a soup. Straight up, no. Yeah, well, it's no, it's not. There's people that have actually like said it is obviously because it's like it's. I get that it's like it's not even a broth. Like milk's not a broth. Like what? Like milk and wheat soup? Like when yeah, you say like, it like that, it doesn't sound right, does it? No, like you just because it's like something floating in like, like milk or like something like liquid does not make it soup. Could you imagine like putting a bowl of like Cheerios like? Cheerios in a bowl of like milk and putting it in like a pan and warming it up, like you would do with a soup. I get you I can imagine. like heat war like milk up and then put it over like Weetabix, but oh, I don't know. I can imagine people doing it, but what some of that I wouldn't. I'd love to see right is a 
like a posh restaurant do it like we've been talking <laughs> about so we'll have like um where where liquid with wheat zero biscuits <laughs> yeah some wheat crackers or wheat semi, snacks yeah semi warm yeah <laughs> oh could you imagine coming in and it'd be like the milk's thick Clumpy, with, like yeah yeah oh. so like a like I don't know, just like a soup, so like it was like your tomato soup's like kind of like thick, and then you're I mean, starting like put some wild flowers on top of that. And you're <laughs> just, just basically, just be like what? Just be like some. <laughs> It'd be some like whey uh, powder with uh, croutons. Oh. It comes. It's just like fucking milk and Cheerios. Whey powder, and you've got to put water over the top of it. You've got to blow the water on. Yeah, so like like alchemy, where you like you make your own cocktail, but like you make your food in front of you. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, I bet there's someone that's tried it though. Tried to make some like fancy cereal. Right. Oh, hundred percent, somebody's trying and done that. I know there's there was a place that like opened up, and it was, it was just like every not every, but it was like varieties of cereal that you could get. So it was like uh, cereals from like around the world and stuff, and they did it and open it as like a cafe kind of thing. They did it with Chris Butties as well, didn't they? What? Yeah, they did a Chris Butty cafe. No. So you, yeah, yeah, so you could walk in, choose your bread, choose your Chris. Like, yeah, oh my space, god, no way. You could, you could choose your bread as well. Yeah, yeah, like so you'd it have was a balm so, or it, a, Oh god. It was so boring, like just white bread or brown bread. And you, they had like boxes of crisp on walls, so you could have the like, ra- you know, space raiders, walkers, you know, kettle crisp <laughs> could or you whatever. Mix them? You, you, you could not, well, it's just like the bags, wouldn't it? You know, like those big boxes. Oh, so you just buy them and put them together. Yeah, yeah. You buy them and put them together. It looks incredible. I don't know about that. I don't know about incredible. I don't. I don't know that's my kind of thing. I think I'd rather go to the cereal one. <laughs> I'd do Chris butty me. Because when you think about it with Chris, you get you can have any meal you want, you know. Roast chicken Chris, you got a roast chicken butty. You know, beef and onion Chris, you got a beef and onion butty. So yeah, but you think about it, is, it that, is it just that? So, like, do you not get anything extra? Like, would you, like, put cheese on it or would you put, like, mayo and stuff on it? I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd usually put butter on it, but, you know. Yeah, like, that's just, like, an obvious... Oh, no, that'd be so strange. Just like oh, beef and onion with some ketchup on top. Of so it. you walked in and it's like Subway, but like you pick your crisp and they put you like cr- like put your crisp on and they're like, uh, do you want any salad with that? Looking at you seriously. Would you like it toasted? <laughs> oh man, I remember going to Subway once, right? And I got to the end, and like there was like those. Uh, have you ever had those white chocolate and macadamia nut cookies? Oh yes. They're so nice, And, right? like, the cranberry ones are good, yeah. The cranberry ones are so nice, but they, they didn't have any cranberry ones in, so, and I usually always go for the cranberry ones. So the macadamia and white chocolate ones were in, so I was like, oh, I love one. Can I have a macadamia nut um, cookie, please? And she she looked at me dead in the eye with a serious face and went, you do realise that contains nuts, don't you? <laughs> I was just about to say that. And I was kind of looking, and I didn't know whether to be sarcastic or not, and I was like... Uh, it took me a minute and she looked at me like I was fucking stupid <laughs> no like, idea. yeah 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 I, uh, I know it contains notes thanks and she just went okay and then put it in a bag and gave it to me and, and then you like, should have bit it in front of me like does this contain notes <laughs> yeah, like, and just start going oh god I felt bad for kind of laughing, but... <laughs> no, I guess, I guess you have to kind of do it, though. 
Yeah, as stupid yeah, as it is, you kind of have to. Oh man, it was funny. Okay. I, I... What, what, what did we say? I think that's about it. Yeah, just me like randomly laughing at my own joke. It's yeah, fine. <laughs> Not even joke. It actually fucking happened. But it's just fucking. Yeah, it happens. Especially, I mean, the kind of just like cover their own back, really. Yeah. I think there true. has been a time though. Like we've asked for. Like the cranberry ones, and they've given us them ones, and I've realised and been like, you know, this is the one with the nuts in, right? So it's like obviously we've asked for a specific one that didn't have nuts in, and they've given us the opposite one. So they give yeah. us the white chocolate and macadamia ones, and I've had to been like, you know, this is the one with the nuts. Yeah, I kind of get that. Like, yeah, yeah, I understand that. Because it's like, obviously, I've not said it to them, but I've just got back and then been like, this has got like nuts in, or like, what if they've just not even realised? Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. Anyway, next one. Is water wet? Uh, what? Is water wet? I mean, water's not wet, but the things that you cover water in see, wet. see, that's what like that's what everyone goes to. So it's like, if water isn't wet, how does it wet things? Could you wet water with other things? No, 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 obviously not. But I mean, like, things that you put in get wet from the water. But then it's like, water has to be wet initially to make things wet. But water's not wet. The things that you put water on... Get wet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you're saying is it's like, water is not wet until something's been put in. To make it wet, yeah. So water isn't wet. You don't think no, water water's... is wet? No, I don't think water's wet, no. I don't know. I think it is. I think it's wet. Oh, no, I don't know. Because then I'm it's like, what if, if you pour more water on something, does it make water, that water underneath wet? <laughs> I mean, no, because it's water in water, isn't it? <laughs> but you're pouring it over some water that's been there. To make Just it water wet. in the water. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It is like it's a stupid one, but it's like it is. It it makes sense. It's like once you put something in, that gets wet. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but I, I. So it's not wet, but it gets things wet. Yeah, yeah, it's not wet, but it gets things wet, right? I see. I don't know. I think I want to say it's wet, because then how do things just get wet? Because it gets water on it. <laughs> I don't want to go too much into this one because I don't want to like go down a rabbit hole of just going back and forth. Yeah, this is definitely going to be a rabbit hole one. Uh, but this is another one that I I think you agree about pineapple on pizza. 100% okay, long Yeah, time. I knew you did because I was agreeing. Do you know what I did the other day? What? So I, I did... um. Oh, I got Domino's. Yeah. And obviously you can like you can edit your toppings on Domino's. Oh yeah. I got. I don't know what it was. It's like. What's is it the meat meat feast or what's the one that you like all the meat on? Like meteor. Meteor, yeah. So it's the it was a barbecue based meteor, and I took off. It was like the ground beef because I was like, what is the point? It's pointless to have that ground beef on it because I get like the meatballs and stuff. Yeah, so you I can't took, taste it, can you? Yeah, no, exactly. So I took it off and put uh, pineapple on. 
Not a bad show. Because bad show. I was like, I've never had it with a barbecue base, for one. And then it's like, the different meats I'm getting, I ended up having it with like, uh, meatballs. I think it was meatballs, bacon. I got red onion. But I was like, it's it's just so normal to get ham and pineapple. I don't think I've ever had a pizza that consists of pineapple with something other than ham. Oh, mate, right. Here's one for you. The three S's. Sweet, spicy and salty. <laughs> Pepperoni, pineapple and jalapenos, right, on a pizza. It is the best thing ever. It is, I don't I thought, know what it I is. I thought you were going to go somewhere completely different with that. I thought you were literally going to be like, pineapple, anchovies and like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I do love anchovies on a pizza. To be fair, tuna, anchovies, prawns, and a bit of onion. Like you can't beat that. On a pizza. I'm not a seafood person. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a big seafood person. I love anchovies and stuff like that. But yeah, but pineapple. That's another one. See, I say that I said I, I said I'm not a seafood person. I've never tried anchovies. I honestly, they just taste like salt. Like people say, like oh, the salt like, fish. Yeah, but no, I like, like salty salt. things. Yeah, I've I've been on the big thing of like liking liking salty things at the moment, rather than sweet. I think we actually have a tin of anchovies in like the cupboard. The big thing that I think people proper struggle with is like the tiny bones. But if you like, even the bones don't bother me. Oh yeah, no, they bother. Well, yeah. Is that where do you order that from? Would you actually order that from a Domino's? What pineapple pepperoni and jalapenos? Yeah, your triple S pizza. Hundred percent triple S pizza. Yeah, I'm gonna open up my own restaurant, right? And I'm gonna just have triple S pizza with possibly Chris Boys now. Jesus Christ, that's your calling in life then. Yeah, yeah, so for pudding, I don't know what I'm going to do for pudding, but your starters are going to be your crisp boy, choose whatever crisp you want, then it's got the triple S pizza, or... Cereal? No, seafood. Cereal? Oh, cereal, C- oh, there we go, C- yeah, cereal, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, that's your starter. Yeah, whey powder with some sort of wheat biscuits with yeah. water on the side, and then... Oh, God. No, I don't know, I, like, I don't, well... I don't mind jalapenos. I don't really tend to have them too much in anything. But if it like comes in something, I'll probably just eat it. Yeah. Because it's like I have a lot of like the Taco Bell kind of stuff, and like just I I like Mexican food. Like I I do like Mexican food. Um, I like it, but I've never been. I've never been to like Taco Bell, like a proper Mexican place. Like I love Mexican food, but I've never been to a proper place. I know. So that's it's so bad to say that because it's like you like Mexican food, but it's like we've not actually tried proper Mexican food. But it's yeah. like I have in a way. Because Taco Bell isn't Mexican food, but I've been to like other places that sell like the actual versions of like Mexican food. But there's one, there's like a cantina down the road from like where we live now, which I kind of want to go to and try. It's just it kind of like all shut down obviously with like lockdown, so I didn't have the opportunity to go to that. But it's kind of one of the places I want to go to because there's that and there's like there's a jerk place that they have like a massive barbecue outside. And they're cooking like all the meats and things outside, like smoking them and stuff, which looks well oh, good. That sounds good, yeah. So, that's kind of one of the things. It's like, I might not try that personally. The triple S pizza. What was it? Pepperoni, pineapple, and Ooh, jalapenos. And jalapenos. Like, yeah. I recommend that to anybody. Like, that's my go to pizza topping if I ever have that or the seafood. So, one, that, yeah, that's your contribution for this podcast. That's my contribution. If one person tries that, you'd have to let us know. Yeah, yeah you have to get you have to get on that. That is worth it. Yeah. Sweet, spicy, and salty. I really want to see if somebody actually does it. 
to like go but... through with that and that actually let us know because it's like if that now becomes like a groundbreaking thing like a world breaking thing and it like <laughs> sort of spiraling out of control that'd be fun that is a that's definitely gonna happen it's 100 percent the way forward with pizza i just want to know like when you order do you order it like face to face or you done it like that once i did it at pizza Hut, and they kind of looked at me like can you leave please oh well that was gonna say i want to know someone's reaction when you like go back and like ask them for that i guess there's so many worse concoctions you come up with i think it's more the pineapple because it's like proper uh, like a polarizing thing in it, it like it's 50 50 it's like no, marmite exactly it? but it's it should not be such a big thing do you know what my uh, uh like argument towards that is when people are like yeah pineapple shouldn't be on a pizza because it's fruit tomato what yeah what the fuck do you think a tomato is <laughs> because at the yeah, end of the day people are just gonna turn and be like but it's a vegetable it's not it's not a vegetable it's a fruit so it's like your puree is literally just fruit fruit spread well yeah and like the thing is as well like you're literally eating gone off milk on a pizza with a cheese so and I, was, I was gonna say thing. and I, I was gonna say there's a lot of people that like don't like cheese but they'll like it on a pizza i don't understand that one it's like they don't like cheese but they only like it melted something like that i feel like melted cheese is cheesier than cheese yeah, it's cheese is cheese. Okay, last one and we might have to wrap it up because it's like a minute and a half in now. A minute and a half? An hour and a half. Holy shit, that's gone quick. This one's pretty much like it's simple, but how many holes are in a straw? One or two? One. One, one yeah. Just one hole? Yeah. yeah. It's not like they've just like stapled the two ends of like a poly piece of plastic. Wait, do people actually say two? Yeah, those people say too. They're all the wrong. I can see like where you come from because it's like two ends of a thing, but it's like it's not. It's it's a tube. It's one all, yeah, yeah. It's one all. <laughs> like who says two holes? I don't know. People say it. They're the same people who don't like pineapple on pizza. That's true. <laughs> and other people that sit at home shouting at sports people's but. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking they can do it in the, while they're sat on the their asses with um hopefully a triple S pizza. Hopefully a triple S pizza. I mean what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go and get outside, get them get the brush and try and jump over a fence <laughs> for ball. You'll come back next week or I'll I'll uh hear like in a in the Winter Olympics or something, I'll just be like seeing you on T V. Yeah, well, like, this is the day that we animals. spoke about that <laughs> <laughs> and it made you go out and uh, join the Olympics <laughs> where did it all start well I was sat on a podcast and then I decided to go outside and get a you know, sheet of corrugated mail and slide it into mills I didn't scrape my nose off like I said earlier Sorry. and I've wanted to do it since I was four years old apparently <laughs> I knew it all along really it just it never came to me up until that time yeah, it was like a light bulb moment you see yeah I don't think BBC would interview me anyway. I just don't think I'm uh, quite quite TV worthy yet. I mean, if jockeys after races can speak to people and like BBC and things like that, and you can tell what they're saying, then I'm sure they'd be able to interview you. <laughs> I don't. I don't even think it's the accent, mate. I just feel like they'd look at me and go, <laughs> "I forgot the right person." Yeah. yeah, he's not the right person. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure this is our goal? Goal players winner. 
He's definitely not an Olympian. Just brought him in off the streets. Yeah. <laughs> like, those cardboard beds, is he, is he living in one of them? Yeah. yeah I'm sure this isn't just our technician. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. I think, right, it's an hour and a half in. I think there's a good place to, like, kind of call it soon. Yeah, sounds good, Matt. Um, thank you for coming and doing the first podcast. I'm not sure how it went, and I said this at the beginning, but don't take our word for anything we have said throughout this podcast. Apart from the triple S pizza. Yeah, apart from that bit. That needs, that needs trying. Yeah. I think if we can get one person to try that, then we've accomplished something. I think you should give it a go. Leave <sighs> a review. Do you know what? I, I will. I'll do it. And I'll have to let you know. 100%. So, it's the only way for all of it, honestly. I'm probably going to get this, and I swear to God, if I like this, I'm going to be annoyed. <laughs> you thought you want to hate it? I, no, I don't want to hate it, but it's just that it's not something I would go for. But I mean, I guess there's only one way to find out. So. Give it a go, yeah. I want to do it face to face. I want to walk into somewhere and be like, "Give me the triple S pizza," and they'll be like, "The what?" And I'll be like, "You know, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean." You know what I mean? Yeah. Sweet, yeah. spicy, and salty. Then we go pepperoni, pineapple, and jalapenos. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, I will. For you, seeing as you were my first guest, I, I will try it, and I'll have to let you know. I will um, document the the time that I've had it. I mean, you're going to the Olympics, and I'm trying this pizza. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'm not sure what sport yet, but we'll find one. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. I'll interview you in like two years' time when you're like more famous and uh, have won the bobsleigh or whatever it is you were going for. The biathlon. Yeah, something. <laughs> like the serial killer sport, something that you jump over the fence with a broom handle or uh, some sledding down some hills. I mean, Eddie the Eagle, maybe the next person, never know. Northern end of the eagle, yeah. You get a film done after you. It all works out. I feel like they could probably get Pamela Anderson to, to star with me. <laughs> People only get that when they see you. Yeah, that's fair. So they, yeah. they'll have to find that out in two years' time. <laughs> and then they'll, they'll, then they'll get that joke. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Alright, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's and been a pleasure, mate. I hope everybody's enjoyed the first one. Um. It's been a, it's been a time, um, yeah. So make sure to just like follow and then subscribe to the podcast so you can keep up to date with everything that comes out. And I'm sure we'll see the grant again. Yeah, possibly. We will. I'm sure we will. He'll probably be a, uh, a reoccurring guest every so often. But yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me. And we out.